Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to episode 102 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Tony the Pony Cat. Yes. And off-road, I sleep when I'm alive, Andy. <laughs> Do we ever sleep when we're not alive? <laughs> well, I think the expression <laughs> goes a whole another way, you know. Uh, but uh, you're awake tonight, Andy. I'm about 74%. I think you're a lot less 74% than that. 74% awake or 74% asleep. Yeah, we're going to warn the, the crowd uh, right off the bat. Andy may fall asleep on this pod. And it doesn't help that we're in the... What happened to the planetarium, by the way? It's off. I, it's broken. I think I came in here today, and the top was off. It's obviously... So we have this little nursery-style thing for a baby, but it's Joe took Regardless it and he left it here. Regardless it's working or not, oh, there we go. still down to... But do we're, this thing in the dark. Yeah, we're potting in the dark, which doesn't help keep Andy awake. But um, yeah, let's talk some issue. sports. I'm psyched. All right, yeah. Well, uh, last uh, week when we did our podcast, we did it on Tuesday, I believe, or Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. was our sports entertainment because Monday was our big 100th episode. But uh, Tuesday when we did our podcast, a few about an hour and a half or so before our podcast, Zion Williamson – had left the game because his shoe had blown out when he went to kind of pivot, made him have a net, like a knee sprain or whatever. And uh, after that, there was a lot of comments coming out. Like a lot of NBA players were basically saying to him, like, hey, even if you're good, if I were you, I would sit out the rest of the season. It's not worth it. You're going to be a number one pick probably. Like don't risk getting hurt. And uh, that brought the discussion back to uh, – should guys, if they're ready to play in the NBA after high school, why do they need to go to the college for a year? You know, you used to be able to come out of high school. You know, everyone knows that guys like LeBron, uh, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Moses Malone all came out of uh, high school, and uh, they all had solid careers. All four of them, I believe, are Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers if they're not already. And uh, the point is, is I mean, I and I agree with it. It's like. Why do you need to play a year in college? If, if you're ready to go to the NBA after uh, high school, if you are already that gifted, one year in college, what's it really going to do for you? All it does is it gives you – I mean, sure, it could help a little bit, but it also, though, gives you the chance to get hurt. And some of these guys, you know, obviously after high school, they're not making much money yet unless they already come from a well-off family. But, uh, you know, more than half of these guys aren't, you know, making good money. They're like the rest of us in high school that, you know, had to go work at like an In-N-Out or something or – wherever to have money to get by. And uh, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're going to be like, Oh, I'm going to be a top pick in the draft. I'm going to be making millions of dollars, but then you go to college instead. And all of a sudden one freak accident like this, where the shoe blows out and you could have, he could have really hurt his knee. And then all of a sudden his draft stock goes down. And then what if it gets to the point where it's like, he's just not as explosive because he doesn't, he's not the number one pick because He's got a great jump shot. He's the number one pick because of his moves and his quickness and the fact that he's just a freak of nature and can dunk like no other. But uh, I know they've been talking about it a lot now that, you know, they might move it back to if you're 18 years old out of high school, you can go to the draft. And uh, I think they should. But uh, what about you, Andy? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think the NBA, um, they, they requested it from the Players Association or something. That's the story that came out. Um, yeah, I think I think it's time to do that again or go the other way. Do you like baseball? 
got to go to college for three years. That would be interesting. But but no, really, from like a from a moral standpoint, why should they prevent um, guys who can play already from earning that money right away? I agree. When with they that. can they can use it to help themselves, help them help their families. But be like Zion Williamson, you have to go live as a poor college kid in a dorm for one year, even though you're one of the most famous athletes in sports. It just it's absurd. Now they claim it's you know to help develop the stu- the player, but it's also to feed a little bit of money to the college programs. Well, right. The reason the NBA did it in the first place is because a lot of owners asked for it because, um, the players that come out of high school are typically pretty worthless for at yeah at least I, a, fir- a few years. It's few and far between where they're ready yeah. at a, at a high school. Like but, I think like like Kobe. Yeah, Kobe yeah, was an All Star like, second year. Yeah, Kobe but it was only a averaged joke. like eight points or something his yeah. first year. KG barely played. LeBron is really like the only guy who was like, really good right away. And still, by the way, the LeBron guy. just tied Chamberlain for the uh, seventy nine triple double games just tonight. Yeah, well, so how many does Westbrook have? A lot more. Nope. Yes, he does. 79. Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, Westbrook has 79 over like the last like two and a half years. Yeah. Well. So Kobe's first season, he only averaged uh, 7.6 points per game. Yeah. So like I said, about about eight or whatever. But and then if you compare that to someone like LeBron James, it's uh, let me see here, pulling this up right now. LeBron's first year, he averaged. 20.9. Jesus. Here's I'm just going to say this right now because it's honestly impressive. LeBron's whole career, these are his points per game from his first year on to his recent year. 20.9, 27.2, 31.4, 27.3, 30 flat, 28.4, 29 27.6.7, 27.1, 26.8, 27.1. 25.3, 25.3, 26.4, 27.5, and then currently this year for the Lakers, 26.8. When you really look at that, that is truthfully, there's a reason why he is in conversation as the greatest of all time. And I think a lot of people don't like someone like when they've grown up their whole lives and they're like, it's Michael Jordan, it's Michael Jordan, it's Michael Jordan. If someone does come around that, is better and has and it proves it with their stats people a lot of people are still aren't going to believe it because they just want to know like no it's michael jordan it's michael jordan this is what i was growing up knowing that it was michael jordan no one can be better than him but in reality it's like this is life i think maybe someone i mean people can come around and be better you know yeah but also the game has changed i mean yeah sure it has but i mean I mean, but then it's again, though, it's like, what if LeBron was what if the roles were reversed? It's like we don't know. I yeah, mean, if LeBron was playing in today's NBA. Would you mean, he? You mean Jordan? I mean, was Jordan was playing today's NBA. How would he be doing? And if LeBron played back then, how would he have done? I think I, LeBron well, still would have been fine. Oh, if LeBron was in the no, I'm getting at if he was in Jordan's NBA, it'd be disgusting. And if if Jordan was in this NBA, okay. he'd be good. So, but he wouldn't I, be better than LeBron. I just looked at Jordan's stats a lot of thirties in there. A lot of thirties. Yeah, I just looked at Jordan's stats, and I'm gonna honestly say right now that I think I already have. I'm going to correct myself because <laughs> Jordan's stats are his rookie year, 28.2, and then 22.7, 37.1, yeah. 35, 32.5, 33.6, 31.5, 30.1, 32.6. You're off because I'm going to just go play for the White Sox. Fuck it. Yeah. 
That's 26.9, 30.4, 29.6, 28.7. Three years off because fuck it, I'll make a, I'll go make Space Jam. I'll go play for the White Sox. I'll go yeah. whatever. And then comes back with the Wizards, 22.9 and 20 flat. Now, that's, here's, that's the most impressive part. So I'm going to say that I, I'm going to already right away stand and correct myself because of what Davi just said also. The defense in the 90s oh, and early 2000s way was way different than it is today. I remember seeing a stat last year that said the team that had the slowest pace last year and like basically averaged the least amount of points per game was the Memphis Grizzlies. And if you would have put their stats from last year into the NBA season, I think it was like 96, 97, they would have been like number three with fastest yeah. pace and stuff. It's just a different game. Yeah. And I mean, but also the late eighties. So it, when Jordan really was like crazy before they won the championships, when he's scoring like 38 a game, that was a very high pace NBA too. Yeah. That's when he had the, uh, the fat lever Denver Nuggets. Oh, your there favorite. We go. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, you know, Showtime Lakers. But, but yeah, I mean, we no. we don't we don't remember that Jordan. We weren't alive for that Jordan. Yeah, it's very the Jordan. We remember we, was we just caught the tail end of them. Yeah, you know, Byron Russell falling down, that kind of stuff, which was still great. But the like, you know, the James Harden level Michael Jordan we didn't <laughs> see. Sorry to uh, disgust you here. Um. I like that you don't hear that argument as much, though. People always go, he's better than Kobe, but I feel like most people never contest Jordan over anyone. At least the conversations no. I pay attention to. No, I just think the, the six championships in yeah. seven seasons, really six and six, because the one season that he came back, he only played like 20 games before the playoffs started yeah. or something, so... Well, I love the one, I think it's the famous game winner where he just floats up there, right, where he had the 102 fever. Is that yeah. the game? Of, is that right, what I'm, what I'm thinking of? I'm not sure. Well, Maybe I think what you're thinking of. Multiple I know he had, like, the There's one the other, fever the game, but that Cavs. wasn't the playoff game. The one where he's, like, floating in the air was when they beat the Cavaliers yeah. in the Eastern Finals, I believe. Oh. But then his other infamous shot is kind of when he had, the, like, the little bit of a push off on Byron Russell. Yeah. Not Byron. Right? Yeah. Byron I, Russell. I just referenced that two minutes ago. Yeah, yeah I did. But, yeah. They, uh, I mean, I, I I mean, I agree. It's, like, it's kind of tough to say. I mean, Jordan is the league's way still different. the GOAT. I mean, it's he's the best. I mean, he's played at a much tougher time in the NBA, in my opinion. Today's NBA is a lot of three-point shooting. It's a lot of not really – any defense even Marcus Smart came out earlier this week and had a comment or last week that basically said how like today's NBA is soft or whatever and people can't handle playing like defense or getting fouled and whatnot so you know there are some people that really understand it and then some that don't and I mean it's it's only going to get worse I think because then you're going to get to the guys that are going to start coming in the league that are more of like the millennials I think and already in the league. We're all I know that, but I'm saying like it's just going to get worse beyond sub millennials, like the people that were actually legitimately born in like the year 2000, 2001. Yeah. They're they're referred to as something below millennials. Yeah, yeah the post generation generation or something. Um, sure. <laughs> generation Y. I mean, I don't know. Is Luka Don John Kitch already part of that generation? I don't know when the generation ends or starts. Or I I saw something a while ago. Uh, they're the most cautious generation so far. They look both ways before crossing. The street. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then some. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't remember where the the cutoff is. Yeah, it's obviously I think it's like 2001, right? Yeah. So some of these guys, 
a college freshman right now might qualify. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But as far as um say should the NBA allow people in? Yes, but what do you think about um should Zion like sit out or do remember um Brandon Jennings went to Europe, that kind of stuff. Like right now in the situation I we haven't seen a lot of people try new things. They a lot of people have just gone played college and not worried about it. I don't think they should have the rule. But I also don't think very many players should go straight to to the pros. No, it was always only like three or four anyways. Yeah, and saying that also, I, it's hard to say should he sit out because obviously Duke will not be the same team without him. But is it w- worth it for him to possibly risk, you know, that not only the big payday but going on to play in the NBA? And, who yeah. you know, who's to say he's not going to get hurt game one in the NBA? But nevertheless, I'd rather take the risk of being cautious now to possibly get hurt in the NBA, but just make it to the NBA. So also, nice. the same token, though, he shouldn't get injured again. Think about this. His shoes, that'll never happen again with yeah. his shoes, unless he just really is too heavy to handle a basketball shoe, which I don't yeah. think is well, the I'm sure, case. like, the Hulk shoe is a malfunction. Breaks, uh, yeah, he's going to have to get a shoe made by, like, yeah. the Avengers yeah. or something. Um, uh, but, but I don't think he should – I don't think any, most players should go to Europe to play. Yeah. Because those people are just – they're not going to be even that good over – I don't, they're not getting good competition over there. They're making what fifty euros well, a day say, like, or something. Luca last year had better competition than playing in college, so that kind of helped him this year. But I guess I, I don't want him to go over there because then I don't get to watch them. You know, yeah. there's no Euro games on over here. Um, yeah, but well, what is nice for for players like Zion, I think I saw that he has a eight million dollar insurance policy. So, that well, if so he, do I. If he gets hurt, no. If, if he gets hurt. <laughs> And doesn't get drafted, and he'll get eight million dollars. So okay, but what is what? What do you expect him to make at, uh, from? Oh, the draft? way more, way yeah. more. Yeah. What, what's not yeah. signing gonna be? So, but just that's still that's nice. Yeah, to that's fall a nice insurance to have, gonna... and I get that and whatever. Yeah. But so it it gives him a little more uh, you know comfort to go come back and play. But having said all of this too, and then I'll let you guys take it because you guys know way more about this than I do. I still play basketball at the gym, and uh, I have health insurance and all that stuff. Am I going to drive in and possibly get a broken nose or twist my ankle or anything? No. I shoot threes. I drive, I stop in the middle, and I shoot an open uh, jumper. I'm not driving in for these games. May And, I mean, it's, it's hard to say because I'm obviously out there for fun for a couple of nights a week. This guy's playing for basically his career. Take it easy. Eh. Just for now. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, that's just a advice in real life too write that down Uh, listener also just think basketball is not that dangerous of a sport even a lot of the injuries you can get aren't necessarily going to be like it's a lot of rolled ankles yeah not recurring like this thing just a a sprained knee like people come back from ACL all the time i'm only i can only really think of like even like say like sean livingston had a catastrophic knee injury and he's been playing for 10 years and derrick rose has come back he was an all-star before he actually got hurt ironically guys that i could think of who actually have had injuries that kind of took them out it's more not like one specific thing they just had bad yeah. knees like Brandon and, and also a lot of those guys well i mean i was gonna say that a lot of them were bigs yeah but also but i mean so zion he's like a freak of nature but he's not necessarily but he's not like like when i say those bigs i'm talking about guys that it looks like they like struggle to move like zion's yeah a normal he's just a freak like he's just what yes he weighs like what 280 or whatever it was 285 i think but He's still only like six seven or something. Like he's not like yeah. he's like seven two or something. Yeah, like he's not the guys like that were like Greg Oden, who was like seven foot, who once 
He got his knee injury. It was just like he was basically. Well, well, I think with with Odin, he already had existing knee problems that they didn't really understand yet. That they could have done a better job, or or someone like Embiid too has those back problems, which is it's more that stuff. It's not like a torn ACL knocks someone out for their career. It's like you already come in, you know, with just a a deficient body. Yeah, it's just it happens. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Zion Williamson's body is. Cannot be described as deficient in any way. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, and so he's he's a, an athlete. He's a competitive guy. He, there's no way in hell he takes a knee for the rest of the season. He's he's gonna go out there and yeah, you know, like Ole Miss, risk everything to win because that's that's what got him to where he's at right now. He's not gonna sit out a game when he doesn't have to. Yeah, I'm. See, I'm thinking. Just in football, it's just more dangerous because in football we've seen. Oh yeah, you're not supposed to play big, football. There's a big trend of people uh, sitting out the last game of the year, which is again different than basketball. Like, I think if I mean obviously Duke's going to be in the tournament, he's not going to miss the tournament if no. they're there. No way in hell. Whereas like these because bowl it, games, it also where it's becomes like, a thing matter. where I think like these guys, you become close with them. Like we yeah. we see them play on TV, we see all these interviews, but we don't see like the raw stuff that happens in the locker room, the practices, like. The people yelling at each other in scrimmages or, like, all this shit, like, in the locker room. Like, those are his, his guys this year. Because uh, there was one little, like, side note story with him. So, Duke had five freshmen this year that were, like, uh, I can't even think of the fifth guy. Like, and he's, like, the main part of the story. But they had, like. That guy who just made his debut. On okay, Saturday. I think it was him then. Yeah, I can't remember. His so, name. it was their five freshmen that they got that were all recruited out of high school. But the ones that were the big four were Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and uh, Jones. Jones was it? What's his first name? Ty- Trey. Trey Jones. So there was a big thing where they had picture day, and they wanted to take a picture of like, oh, the big like the big freshman. And they only wanted to take a picture of those four guys, and not the fifth guy who I think Andy just said just made his debut. And Zion Williamson's the one that went over and said, no, he's one of us. He's one of the five freshmen that are like on this team or like that were like the high recruits or whatever. Like, even if he's not as big as the four of us, like I want him in it. And that just goes to show you with like the kind of the guys Williamson is like he, I don't think he would be the type to be like, you know what? I'm just going to quit on my guys. Like he's going to be there yeah. to the end with them. And there was also this whole other thing I heard about him too, is like how he had it. He was in a group text in high school, like when it was becoming recruiting time with like RJ Barrett and them. And he was like kind of unsure and R.J. Barrett and then basically said to him, like, well, hey, man, if you're not going to Duke, like, we're obviously going to have to kick you out of this group chat, blah, blah, blah. And he said it was, like, one of those things where he kind of, like, realized, like, you know what? No, these are my guys. I want to go to Duke. I want to win a title. So I actually think winning a title for him with these guys actually does mean a lot to him. So there's no way in hell that he's going to say, like, you know what? No, like, he'll just go out there and be like, you know what? I'm not going to get hurt. I'm going to win a championship with him, though. Like, he's too much of a competitor, I feel like. I, like, I, I think he's got one of those mentalities that he really does care a lot about winning and his teammates and stuff and that he's going to go out there and he's going to play until like you'd have to like carry him off the court to not make him play. I feel like type thing. Yeah. yeah and how many people in the NBA do you even think have that mentality where they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm only in this for the money. Most of them have that competitiveness to them where they're, they're going to kill themselves and risk everything to win. That's yeah. the main reason they're there because it's it's not easy to be in the NBA. So one of the guys who told him just sit out. I wonder if this is a he's reflecting on his college experience was a Demarcus Cousins who 
he was on a similarly uh, loaded college team with John Wall and Eric Bledsoe and some other guys that ended up in the pros. Um, and they didn't even make the Final Four. It was a big upset. They lost. Um, so I wonder if he's just a little jealous, like he doesn't want to see yeah. this actually work out. Well, maybe he should throw a shoe at him. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that. Well, it wasn't was, a big deal. It was a deficient shoe, and he was making sure he, no one gets hurt. Exactly. No, he no just exploding got, the shoe. He got teed up tonight for well, throwing the, the a shoe. The thing with him, and he'll, he even says this all the time, is it's because of his personality. So when DeMarcus Cousins throws a shoe, people are like, oh, my God, DeMarcus Cousins was just trying to, like, he was freaking out. He's upset. So that's why that. But if you were to get somebody who, like, hardly gets technical fouls, decide to throw a shoe, then they'd be like, oh, okay, he was actually just moving it. Yeah, and he it was – so it came off of – I don't know who it came off of, but it was in the center of the court at the free throw line, and he just tossed it to the side sidelines. And ref, you can't do that. You're teed. You're done. Did they then, give Draymond a tee, too? Because they probably should have. Maybe they did. The clip it cut, uh, cut off. Yeah, you um, too. You're both. Yeah. <laughs> just by association. But yeah, he but he is very whiny and he just he makes bitch face so easily. That's why I think he's so universally hated. Yeah, and I speak on behalf of me when I yeah, say that. He's a sensitive boy. It's a boy. Wow. Well, just a boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad, but he's I don't know, he's got a lot of uh issues on stuff with stuff like that. It's kind of sad. Like why is he so He needs to what's, take what's, some what's lessons from uh the captain and uh, bad boys, Wusa. Yeah. Kind of well, calm down. I was wondering down. if this, this uh, free championship he's going to get this year is going to help. Right, him. yeah. He should just calm, calm it down. Yeah. I don't know. What's what's next? Uh, was there anything else in basketball? You, you wanted to make fun of James Harden. James Harden cause oh, yes, yeah. we did. So, the only <laughs> I'm just going to go really quick with James Harden. His little 30-point streak ended tonight at, was it oh, 31 his little, games? His little 30-point streak. Yeah. So at, dismissive. Uh, 31 games? 32 games, John? John? John. <laughs> You I know, I, John's our stat guy. <laughs> I don't have that info in front of me. I actually let my computer turn off. Okay, that's fine. Or well, the uh, I, I saw planetarium. It, tonight. it was definitely 31 or 32. Low 30s. Regardless, though, it ended. But I wanted to bring him up really quick because I was listening to something today that talked about how, like, when he was in the middle of his, like, 30-point streak that he was on, a lot of people were very impressed by it. 32. And uh, he ended up uh, at one point on January 24th was the date I was told. He was minus 500 to win MVP. Huge favorite to win MVP. You have to bet $500 just to profit 100. And uh, as of right now, he's not even the favorite anymore. Giannis is right now the current favorite. And the whole point of that was is that people started to realize after a while that, you know what, and I think Sean's might have been the one that started this whole thing, is that, you know what, even though he is on this little streak, it's not that impressive. I mean, it's impressive, but... A lot of people are starting to watch his games and realize, like, oh, he's taking all these shots a game. He's doing this and that. like, And I think just some people become – I think nowadays people are starting to realize that, like, scoring a lot of points isn't, like, if you're taking 30 shots a game isn't that crazy. They want to see more, like, and all-around stats and how are you exactly. actually helping your team win. Like, look at Steve Nash. Steve Nash won back-to-back MVPs. And what did he average a game like? Twenty points a game, Andy, or whatever. Yeah, well, James Harden is still very efficient. He gets no, he is like, good. I'm not, I'm not There's no doubt about it. He's not good. But can I can I tell you his stats for tonight's game? Go ahead, it John. is seven <laughs> of twenty-one for field goals, zero of ten from three-point land. I uh, see that happens sometimes. That's why. Mm. That's why that streak is impressive because that. It's not. It happens. It's a good streak. There's no doubt about it. But all he had, 
all he had in his arsenal was, I'm going to drive, I'm going to draw a foul, or I'm going to pretend I'm going to drive, I'm going to take a step back, and I'm going to shoot it. He, he made works. a lot of them. He's a great shooter. But it's, I, I, I do not like that guy at all. He probably doesn't and like you. you said it best, Andy. He just read the rule book. He knows how, he knows yeah. how to play the game. He knows how to draw fouls and pretend he was fouled and flare and all that other shit. He's still a better person than Draymond Green. So I, I don't like Draymond Green either. Guy punches people in the dick. Guy's an asshole also. But yes, he's still a better person than Kobe. You know who I want to see win the uh, MVP is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I would love it to be honest. That guy is well, a beast. Greek. It is disgusting how massive he's gotten this I, year. Honestly, I think he is going to win it because yeah, the Bucks are like forty exactly. and fifteen ten now. They have because the best the, record the in the Bucks NBA. The Bucks have now. won like eight hundred games in a row. They were the first of forty in the NBA. And here's the thing: is that when you look at that Milwaukee team, it's a good team. But when you look at it on paper compared to other teams, you wouldn't think it's even in like the top five. If I'm being honest, <laughs> top four for sure. A big Bledsoe guy on paper. On paper, Andy, and you've got to admit, if you look at those teams on paper, you would say Golden State's better. I agree with that. You would say entirely. Boston's better. I think Chris Middleton is the third best player okay, in the Andy, NBA. Okay, Andy, Andy, you're, you're not um, thinking like the average person, Andy, though. you're a weirdo. People I'll like, tell you this, and like I'm not embarrassed. Know, people like us know Chris Middleton's good. People yeah. like us know Eric Bledsoe's good. I was a big Thon Maker guy, but now he's not See, on now the you're team. Just, well, actually, Thon, Maker goes to, Thon Maker's yeah. uh, cousin, I believe it is, goes oh, yeah. to the local high school down the street here. But uh, they, like people like you and I, Andy, we know like guys like Chris Middleton – you go now ask the average person in a bar, hey, what do you think of Chris Middleton? They're going to be like, who the fuck is Chris Middleton? Yeah. I don't know, know more than like – I like Chris's that spell their name KH. There's only two I think I know of. Wait, hold on. Let me guess the other one. Jenner? What sport? <laughs> what sport? Baseball. Chris Davis. Yeah. From the Oakland the good days, Chris Davis. Isn't yeah, that the, the female way to do it, though? Because isn't that how you spell Chris Jenner? I feel Chris like Jenner? if there wasn't an H, it would be. No, yeah. Chris Jenner, I think it's is K R. Okay. Yeah. The H is what makes it uh, masculine. Yeah. Oh. I don't know that many players on the Bucks. I'll tell you that right off the bat. I, versus I like the Warriors, like, I can name like their bench even. I can't. But they still got um, you know what I mean? John Henson, right? Uh, yeah. As far as I know, they got Ursan Ilyasova for like the fortieth time. They've got Brogdon. They also um, just got Miritich, right? Miritich, yeah. Yeah, they got a good little team there, but. Regardless, like that, if that team does get the number one seed, because I mean, if you were to look at the Sixers roster, you would say that was better a better roster also, just on paper. So I think if they uh, do get the number one seed, I I just think for sure it's gotta it's gonna be him, and I like that too because uh, I remember there was that whole thing a few uh, couple like a year ago or a year and a half ago where they were had like Kobe Bryant was going out giving people like goals to set, and I remember Giannis met like uh, sent him a tweet on Twitter. Personally, and was like, "What should? What's? What about me?" And Kobe just flat out told him, "MVP." And you know what? Here we are, going to be less than two years later, and he's going to get that MVP. I think. I mean, MVP is one of my goals too. Just I don't know if I'm going to get there. Of the pot, I don't know. I think we give it yeah, to Tony. No, damn it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I. Uh, but yeah, very. We're very happy about James Harden's streak coming to an end. <laughs> very, very happy. Maybe we should have. Uh, too bad we already ate all those James Harden gummy yeah. worms. <laughs> Would have been a nice way to celebrate it tonight. We should throw a bag in the trash. I would never throw in trolley in the trash. They wouldn't stay in the trash. Someone would get them. You know that. Yeah, I, well, I would never throw them away in the yeah. trash anyway. Unless, even if it was an empty bag, I still might just open it up and eat the inside. Yeah. There's some. There's some residue up there. Yeah. The sour sugar. Yeah. How do they make that? It's delicious. 
So, uh, anyway, I think that's our basketball banter. But uh, going to football, Andy? I know your favorite story of the week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, we're like uh, three weeks after the football season? But, yep, uh, and the Patriots just always find their way in the news. Yeah. And Another Robert Kraft. Beat. The guy you see dancing on stage with rappers, the guy you see that's like, you know, that guy looks like a hip guy. I bet that guy fucks. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> In the massage parlor. That's why Tony gets MVP. <laughs> the massage parlor. Robert Kraft. So, uh, I, the funny thing to me is is how they're always how they just keep being like, he was soliciting a prostitute. It's like, no, you went to a massage parlor and just wanted a hand job and who knows well, like they got video evidence i saw that today it's like Holy are you serious you saw the evidence what was the video evidence looking well, like we didn't get to see it but they have video oh. evidence. Ooh, they've like... been running this they've run, been running this sting for quite a, to- a time they <laughs> snuck in and put cameras into the thing it's like you pervs florida he's God. been jerked off 101 yeah, no, times. They, no they said like i liked it they said we have a video of him receiving oral sex and receiving manual sex and it's like oh, oh wow manual? that is some science I prefer the automatic myself. Yeah. <laughs> what year are we in? I mean, technically, hands. You can get oral sex at these places. I mean, he did. Or he can. Yeah. Uh, well, the other thing is, he left a hundred dollar tip. It's like you cheap son of a bitch. That's cheap. <laughs> How when much do these the, things cost? When you were not that much, but when you're worth yeah, but, a billion dollars, why don't you leave? Oh, is he supposed to leave a billion dollars, Andy? <laughs> uh, maybe a million. No, no, but you know. Why does he le- need to leave more than the average person? Because he can afford to, and those were Chinese slaves. Oh, oh wow, Andy, do you know they that for a fact? Freedom. No, that's what this is all about: is that they were actually Chinese sex slaves, and that's why this whole story is actually pretty horrible. We can uh, joke about prostitution and should it be legal and stuff. Uh, this is some really horrible shit where they're basically they're stealing the passports of these ladies and forcing them to do this. Is that a common thing? Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. They so. stole their passports and are making them jerk off old guys? Yes. Wow. So that's why they uh, well, then do you are taking this th- shit seriously. This is not just he got caught going to a reputable well, place. Does he know that? Oh, I don't think he knew, but they're then, they're making an example of all these people. And so, so I'm saying for audience out there, take a second. Tip thought. $500. Yeah. Or rescue them all if you happen to be in one what of those he, places. Liam Neeson? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. But it's... It's still while I just got dark there. It's still yeah, I'm gonna Sandy. It's still a hilarious story. And that was late continue, for you in the podcast, by the way. Continue to make fun of this almost 80 year old man. Yeah, well, at the same, there you go. You just said it. Good for him. He can still get jerked off and blown when he's 80 well, years old. I don't see why that's a good for him. Like, I mean, his heart still works or something. Uh, isn't it? Isn't that reason for Viagra? Maybe he's yeah. popping those. I guess. Yeah. There's also that weird story where he might have fathered a baby with some <laughs> younger lady, but no one actually knows. And he's like supporting them. How young them. are we talking? Yeah, define younger. Like thirty-five or something. Oh, okay. How old is he? Like I thought he was eighty, almost right? Eighty. Yeah, let's see how old Robert Kraft is here. Yeah. But I just think it's hilarious that he has uh, denied it, and he has his whole legal team working on it. It's like, <laughs> hey, we got a video. What? What do you think? It's like, oh, my my dick needs to be massaged. Like, well, as of nine hours ago, it says Patriots owner Robert Kraft officially charged with first yeah. degree solicitation. Yeah. I, I saw it on the uh, ESPN dealio tonight. First degree, too. I don't even know. They had degrees of this stuff. And also, when we say a billion dollars, he's worth $6.6 billion. Yeah, it may, but he yeah. better tip a 1000 then. And he yeah. was born in 1941, so he is 77. He'll be 78 in June. Yeah. Smart guy, too. Went to Columbia and Harvard. 
Well, back then, there was only like 11 people in the world. So. Yeah, that's true. And 11 colleges. There were no Asians. Wow. There were no Asians back okay, then. Okay, and here's the thing, though. And now, I, he, as he knows, there are plenty of Asians. The, well, this is where I think we should feel bad for him. He's only been married once. Wow. And it was in 1963, and she yeah. died in 2011. Holy yeah. He's been shit. a widow for seven years. Let the guy get a hand yeah, job. Yeah, no, they, they said that's, that was Oh, a, that is amazing. For a guy being worth that kind of money, for him not only to have yeah, just ma- married, divorced her and for like a 28-year-old. Yeah, he was married 48 Six times for over. Good so, for him. So since I've read a lot of these stories, like he's Very actually sad. a really good guy and all this stuff, and I fucking hate the Patriots. I actually read on his history. Um, the reason he's rich is because he married um, – his his wife's dad owned a successful company, married and he married dad. into money and took well, over the company, and now he has six billion dollars. He also so went to say, Harvard yeah. and Columbia, so he obviously yeah, like I said, there's no one there back then. Oh yeah, that's true. You got yeah, into Harvard yeah. when your grandfather went to Harvard, right? Well, probably could have. Could have. Yeah. No one knows. He had a self. Uh, I don't. I don't know how great of a guy this guy really is. Um, he also you know shook hands with Putin and lost his Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he took it. That was a story from quite a while ago. What? (laughs) He invited Putin to his, which is kind of a problem, but, like, Putin came and, like, he showed him his, he's like, oh, here's my Super Bowl ring. And Putin's like, oh, cool, and then just put it in his pocket. Are you shitting me? (laughs) Well, he could just have another one made, right? (laughs) (laughs) So Putin somewhere riding, uh, like, a polar bear with no shirt on wearing a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Well. And... He's actually Tom Brady is a Russian agent, mm-hmm. and he exactly. was responsible for all those bad internet posts. Yeah, it's actually a conspiracy of mine I'm working on. Okay. Yeah. Look for that coming to the uh, Tony State website yeah. soon. Gronkowski, not even a human. No, nope, he's a. He's robot. actually a Russian boar. Yeah, I was just shaved. Saying horse. Shaved, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what's going to happen to him? What happens for solicitation oh, of prostitution? You pay a fine. Uh, yeah, hopefully he has to pick up trash on the side of the freeway at 80 years old. Okay, well, that won't happen. Uh, they said he could be in prison up to one year, but, you know, that won't then we'd be either. like, you cannot leave the press box at the Patriots Stadium. Yeah, he'll be on house yeah. arrest or something in his like yeah. mall-sized home outside of Patriots Stadium. Also, so it was right. hilarious that they said the last time he was there was not that long ago. It was the day of the AFC Championship game, which was in Kansas City, which he attended. So he flew, or I don't know if he lives in Florida. He went to Florida, got jerked off, and then flew to Kansas City to watch the football game. That's a power move. Just like, come on, man, you know there's got to be places other than this. That's something. Yeah, but you find a place you like, Andy. I really like this one girl. I don't know. I don't know. I go to the same gas station. So so what you were saying though was like they had planned it for a while to basically be like, we're gonna take him down. Not him personally. They said they they, there's like 23 people that they uh, have charged for using this place, and they said they they've been investigating it for. Almost a year now. So here's now. my thing, too, is there is so many little rub-and-tug, yeah. hole-in-the-wall places all over. Just here alone. Like, I could, between, like, our two major streets here, I could show you guys 10 to 15, probably. And then it's like, he just happened to go to the one where they were like, you know what, we're going to bust these people. Yeah, I don't know if this one had a certain reputation. They said... I think the reputation was the fact Robert Kraft was going the, to the, it. the other, like, semi-famous guy who was in it is, um, I don't know, he was like... A president of Citibank or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't. You're gonna say Clinton. Don't quote me on this. It was some some bank that he was president of, and yeah. So there's other well, higher profile. Do we know for like? Do we know if he was rolling up in a chauffeured uh, like Rolls yes. Royce? He was. Yes. Okay, so I he wasn't putting that. on the ball cap and coming in a mm. Toyota Celica. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah. 
But I don't know. Does he live in Florida? Doesn't shouldn't he live in? I mean, he's old. Foxborough. Yeah, but Angus. he's old. He should live in Florida, right? He's probably yeah. got a home in Florida. I imagine. He's oh, got yeah. a home. He lives down the street from well, here too. Well, they said too. like Belichick also has a home down there too. Actually, I think I read Uh-oh. that. So I think a lot of guys get homes in Florida because of the fact taxes. that like there's yeah the taxes. So a lot of these rich guys, they'll go and they'll get a nice home in Florida, like Miami, and they'll kick it there in the summertime and whatnot, or even like... Yeah, get jerked off. Early yeah, summer. maybe that's what Derek Jeter is doing the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Although you think Derek Jeter could just walk like into like any restaurant in New York and be like, can I get a hand job right now? And they'd be like, sure, Mr. Jeter. No, they give him a special <laughs> menu and it's on there. Yeah. I'll take the number uh, 69, please. <laughs> They just put up a partition, like, don't mind us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be, it would Pardon be unsafe. Pardon our dust. It would be unsafe if we went into the kitchen. and Not sanitary, but... Yeah, but if you put up a partition, you're fine. Yeah. Like I said, pardon the dust. What's uh, what's next? Let's get away from hand jobs, Andy. Um, what other you kind know, of you, uh, By the way, if you and... run into hand jobs, Andy, on the street, just run the other way. <laughs> Let's oh, get yeah. away from it. hand jobs, Andy. Um, Major League Baseball. It it officially has returned for the preseason. Are you aware of this? I am. Spring training baseball games have happened. May I? Be, I'm going to cut you off for a second going back oh, to basketball. Sure. I just got an alert. Boban injured his right knee tonight. It's all it says. Dead at the age of 32. That's all it says, injured his right knee. All right, well, it's over for him. We'll we'll know more next and week. And that's one of those bigs with yeah, the, he's you know, done. Maybe the Clippers got rid of him just in time. Yeah. Uh, but let's go back. So take it away, Andy. Baseball, America's game, right? That kind of stuff. Um, yeah, even though spring training has started, one of the biggest stars has still without a team. Of course, I'm referring to Dallas Keuchel. But also, Bryce Harper doesn't have a team. And that's a bigger story. Yes. And today... There were some new developments. The Dodgers, who have long been considered out of the race for Bryce Harper, recently had a meeting with him. And this is because they saw a weak a weakness here that, for whatever reason, Bryce Harper was not interested in resigning the Nationals. He hasn't accepted a deal from Philly yet, so there must be something more he's looking for. And uh, the Dodgers are reluctant to give anyone a long-term deal, but I think they decided we can give him. Maybe we can get him on a, a five-year just with a lot of money, and maybe he'll he'll accept that. So remains to be seen, but the Dodgers are back in play, and that would be a, a pretty big signing for them. Yes, it would. So I'm, I wish I had more to tell you about this, and we could kind of get a better picture of what this upcoming season is going to be like, but it's still still up in the air. Again, Craig, Craig, Craig Kimbrell is still available as well, another big name for agent. Um, last week I talked about the other guys. Marwin Gonzalez did end up signing a deal with Minnesota. Okay. So he's 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 off the market, everyone. But yeah, that's just a, a reminder. It's it's not quite spring, but it is spring training. Get those hot dogs out of the freezer and fire up those grills because it's coming. Yes, it is. I'm excited for it. I already have yeah. my uh, new Padres hat on right now. I see. I, is that because? Of the newest story relating to the Los Angeles Angels. What is that story? Yeah. I don't know if you guys got this breaking news, but uh, I so said the Angels are in talks with the city of Long Beach. Yeah, I just saw that. Ooh. That the Gonna play on the beach. The um the Long Beach Arena. You know where that is? Right, kind of by the aquarium on the waterfront. I've, there. I've been to Long Beach like 
and actually been like in Long Beach probably like a couple times in my life. One of it was to go to the Queen Mary. So in nice. that Queen Mary area, there's like the aquarium. There's, yeah. there's even like a comedy store or something. Um, but the, there's a big parking lot for the Long Beach Arena, and they say that's uh, big enough for a stadium. I'm skeptical. And they said there's a lot of issues that, like, they've already promised the Olympics can do something in that area, and there's some annual something, and then there's the Long Beach Grand Prix, that putting a stadium there could kind of interfere with some of the stuff they have there. But the Angels are kind of – they're they're soliciting uh, offers. They're, I don't know what they – they don't really know what they w- want to do. I mean, I think they'll still stay in Anaheim, but – can you imagine if they did move to Long Beach, even though it's not that far hmm. from us? How pissed it's people would be. It's far enough. <laughs> well, just, yeah, people – that's actually hard to get to, that part of Long Beach. like what we were used to, it's definitely far But, enough. yeah, the people around here, I think, would then just – Yeah, it's at what, almost like 25 miles or something? Would boycott. Well, it's it's probably a good 45 minutes, and that's, that's – Oh, like, easy. That's yeah, like without was, traffic. Yeah. So, we're talking about people trying to get yeah, to the, a game the somewhere. mileage is the underwhelming part of it, the, yeah. the time it takes to get there. Because to get to that part of Long Beach – it's usually better to like take the freeway north and come back down south. It's kind of, I mean, that's really. Uh, I don't think there are any other. I mean, you basically have to go care. east before you go west. It's sim- yeah, very similar concept. So it's not a great place to get to. I don't like it. Um, I still like the idea of them playing in Irvine, but I also don't see that happening. Even though Donald Bren is, isn't he Mr. California? No, what? He's Mr. California. I'm just saying that he owns Southern California, so. Yeah. Well. When he makes a move, Andy, the earth quakes. Is that a California reference? Yeah. So many earthquakes. (laughs) But that's a uh, a longer-term story. That's not going to get resolved, I don't think, by the end of this baseball season. Oh, no way. Um, I just wonder how much that's going to affect the team, like how people view the team. They're not very good, so attendance has been down. But if people start hearing about this, I think they're just going to get pissed and boycott. How about just make Pujols lose 25 pounds and then run? You can't control him. He's not a slave. Oh, you can't. I forgot he doesn't get paid billions of dollars to play a game. He doesn't. Just millions. Okay, well, that's enough. <laughs> is th- that's enough? Dude is, is a that? jumbo, man. Okay. He is almost as big as that. Who's the huge guy on the Mets or something? What? Who's the fat ass that plays? Oh, Bartolo Colon. Bartolo. Oh. That motherfucker is the size of a goddamn steer. I, I think Bartolo Colon's probably not that big. He's just got like such a big round stomach. Like he's got a bowling ball in oh, there. Yeah. Multiple bowling balls. <laughs> that he's probably I think he's only like five nine or something. He's not that tall. And I don't know, just he's got a weird shaped body. Well, that sucks. But Pools just has a broken body. Pools he came here and it seems like he gained like eighty pounds. I mean He's in his 30s. He probably really yes. enjoyed the food here. That's what happens when you're in your 30s. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really care. The Angels should have known this was going to happen. Do you guys think they ever do move? I don't think they move. Not anytime nah, soon. They're going to stay in Anaheim. But they're flirting with Long Beach. They, they almost went to move to Long Beach. Is it to Beach get more attention from Anaheim, though? You think that's what this is all boiling down to? Because Disneyland yeah, they, with their Star Wars land, they want, they're kind of getting left to the sideline? What? What? The owner wants is basically to get that land from the city. He doesn't own the land, doesn't own the stadium. And he's trying to basically get make them, Anaheim, give him the land. So stay in Anaheim, 
you can take the land and build a new stadium on that land because that land is very valuable. Yeah, I don't know. Because all the apartments around it and stuff. I don't know if they'll do that. That's what he's trying to do. I mean, all these guys are just trying to extort. It's fucking Jeff Bezos and... Yeah, it's all selfish, fucking ridiculous. Steal our tax money for themselves. Yeah. That's our land, collectively. Although I don't live in Anaheim, but... I used to. You did. You paid. No, you probably didn't. You paid sales tax in Anaheim. A little bit. I've been to Anaheim. I'm sure I've paid Anaheim sales tax. I've I've paid plenty of sales tax in Anaheim, Andy. I had a Disney pass. Get gas there. There there. you go. And the Angels owner is just trying to steal. Go to Ducks games. He's stealing your money. He's stealing your money so he can give Pujols more of it. How does that make you feel? So he can eat more food. He should go on a keto diet. That seems to be all the might already be on days. I doubt it. He's on the burrito diet. He is on the burrito diet, Andy. Yeah. He walks around like Mac from three seasons ago or whatever it was with a bag of chimichangas. Guaranteed. I mean, he's sharing it with the team, maybe. He's wearing Tommy Bahama shirts outside of the game. You know it. You know it. And his gold necklace is outside of it. That's a given. I mean, he's actually a really nice guy, and you're being very mean to him. I never said he wasn't. Being just very cruel. I'm sure he's a hero. Well, is that how we should end it? Just being mean to Albert Pools? <laughs> Maybe. I don't, uh, can't think of anything else to really. I think that's a good note to go out on. Well, you've been listening to episode 102 sports podcast of the Tony's Take. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, check out our happy hour podcast, and check out our entertainment podcast. If you enjoy this one, you're going to definitely enjoy the other podcasts that we provide. Our happy hour podcast, by the way, have guests, including... Jack Velour, the magician. You're gonna to want to check out that one. That one, for your information, was episode one. Or no, no, no. It was episode ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Get it right. My bad. I know we're so high up in our numbers now. But uh, I am Sean. Joined with me, we had off-road. I live in Anaheim, Andy. I do not live in Anaheim. <laughs> oh. but that is me. And uh, Tony Katz. Yes, yes. See you guys later. <laughs>